Like Freddy, cause he your worst nightmare. Andre Miller at the line won't miss a bucket. City of the snow, I'm a Denver nugget. The Pepsi Center, like the White House. Corey Brewer trigger happy, and he'll shoot your lights out. When McGee slam dunk, that's the best feeling. The biggest thing in the city, like the Quest building. Celebrate, so we poppin' Don. Eager dollar gonna deliver like Papa John's. I'm a five-five gritter, I'll be chasing bread. Kenneth Faree gon' dunk it, then shake his dread. I let us see. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good. We're recording straight from the top. Uh, hey, James, nice to meet you, buddy. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Nice to meet you too, Jacob. Yes, yes. Now, Noah, have you met James before? Of course, yes. James and I go back as far as when I met him, I think. First of all, <laughs> welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> uh, this is Chicken and the Nuggets, the podcast. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Noah Reynolds. Joining me also is Jacob Rubb, one of the hosts. And yes. special guest, we have a guest. We've been having guests more recently um, to talk about these NBA playoffs. All the way from parts unknown in Minnesota. Please give it up for James Fayetta. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, that was actually really good. Good. I called uh, my brother beforehand to ask. <laughs> so, um, James, thank you so much for joining us. This is you are Saint Olaf class of 2019, and of course, a diehard Minnesota Timberwolves fan, which happens to be very convenient for us because that happens to be the team that we happen to be playing at this very moment. So we thought we'd have you on to discuss um, your general fandom, what you feel about you know, these games and that kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. Yeah. Do tell us. Yeah, all so expand. No. <laughs> no, no, so, right. I'll start from the top. Um, <laughs> I, I've been a Minnesota fan. God. Now from the very beginning, James, when were you born? Uh, when were you born? <laughs> I, uh, I was born in 1996. Nice. Okay. Good year. Uh, I was actually born in Salida. Colorado. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, So shout out to Colorado and then moved out, moved out to Minneapolis. Um, Grew up here for most of my life. Short little uh, jaunt in Florida in the panhandle, basically Alabama. Jesus. Um, Yeah, it it wasn't great. It lasted about seven weeks. And then my mom decided to move back because it was not the uh, pamphlet that we (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, moved back up here, went to college up here. Um, By the way, James, I'll, can I stop you right now? You didn't actually have to start from the beginning. That was a joke. You, you can <laughs> but yeah, we're we love hearing your out. life we're story. We're going to cut yeah, it out, nobody, actually, our, our listeners certainly don't well, care about you know, it's, the Florida it's thing. background for yeah. what's to come. Yeah, skip to the, skip to the important parts. I'm sorry <laughs> Jacob gave you I, that option. <laughs> I uh I I started to be a Minnesota fan. Very good, yes. I think when we drafted Cat and I oh, it was like the first year that I was like, oh, I you know, this basketball stuff is pretty cool. Played in a rec league in I was like, all right. Um and I was like, we can't go down from here. You know, we've had a lot of bad years in Minnesota. We just got the number one pick. Um, and then that kind of compounded on itself and we got some other good draft picks and stayed pretty stagnant. Um, 
and I kind of fell in and out. And now, last couple of years, I've been I've been pretty diehard, you know, hosting games, going to games, and yeah, you, a season pass this year. And yeah, and, do you want to talk about that? Your 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 special yeah. seats. <laughs> um, I I got a half season pass courtside to Minnesota this year. Primarily as a networking opportunity. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. And you'd, you'd be surprised. I mean, everyone enters and exits through the same door. So after and- the Portland loss, I had a good conversation with Mark Laurie. And he was just like, I'm physically sick. And was showing me texts from A-Rod being like, <laughs> just paragraph texts. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> uh, now, uh, for our listeners, they don't know. James, you are a diamond salesman, right? That you sell... Uh, and in traffic diamonds from across the world. Is that correct? It's mainly emeralds. Emeralds. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Why so. did I think diamonds? <laughs> That's so weird. the Congo. Uh, yes. Well, cool. James is sitting yes. courtside. Uncut gems and... is based off James's life. Uh, yeah. So yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> now I want to go back to this A Rod text. Was was there, <laughs> was there emojis in the text? Probably not, right? No emojis. You know, it was it was fairly brief. There was no emojis. Okay. Um, there was a lot of texts. There's a lot of texts. I bet. I th- I feel like A Rod would be like a voice to text kind of guy. Like he's driving somewhere, sure. or writing yes. somewhere, and just like not really texting, but doing this thing all yeah. the time. But he's I doing it when he doesn't need to. <laughs> he was in Denver. Did you see? Then he yeah. had to go to the Nuggets practice facility, which is the worst practice facility in the league. And I felt like he probably uh, would have felt weird. <laughs> just being in such a small like women's gymnasium uh <laughs> that the nuggets practice in uh that's sweet good being half uh courtside though uh, i've been kind of close once um my favorite part was hearing the players actually talk do you have any highlights of players like saying weird stuff weird shit on the court yeah um and why is it I... kyle anderson um, I was gotta uh, be Ant. <laughs> I was really close when Austin Rivers was running down the court and yelled something at Mo Bamba that was pretty. Oh, expensive. yeah, that's whole thing. That was that was a thing. Up. Yeah, started a big, big fight. Um, it's mainly just yelling about fouls. I mean, they they're like the profanity and the. Uh, <laughs> the stare down that happens at other players and but the the best is like you know the the subtle talk mm-hmm. like i don't know i saw lebron once just walk around the player and he's like you're never gonna beat me and just <laughs> walk down the court <laughs> so like the the stuff that's like the mental games where they're like really getting in the other guy's head mm-hmm like that's it's just another level of the game that you get to experience. That is so interesting. It is a part of it that we see from very distant, but when you're there, I mean it's a total more so than any other I think professional sport, maybe football a little bit, but there's so much talking. There's so mm-hmm. much downtime between things that you have the chance to get into somebody's ear and being able to see that firsthand must just be incredible, especially consistently. Yeah. Uh, so before we get into more basketball talk, uh, James, I don't know if you know the program, but it's called Chicken and the Nuggets. So half the podcast, we don't even talk about the Denver Nuggets or sports or anything. We talk about chicken. Um, now, uh, do you do you like chicken? Do you do you enjoy chicken as a as a I meal? I do. I do. I had chicken today. I had chicken yesterday. Mm-hmm. 
I was vegan once for like a month or two and um, didn't have chicken in that period of time in my life. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, yeah. Uh, what what kind of chicken did you have today? Um, I had it from a, it's a local Mexican restaurant called Chipotle. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty we good. We have one here. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it it smaller franchise. it's it's funny and people know that I did have Chipotle for lunch too today as well. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, and I'm thinking about getting it for dinner too. So now <laughs> it makes me want to really do that. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, uh, it's funny. I did Google the best chicken places in Minnesota, and um, Chipotle <laughs> was number state. one. Uh, yes, the whole state. Um, but uh, it, just just stop me if you've been to any of these places. Uh, JJ Fish and Chicken. Yep. AJ, you have okay. <laughs> Street right there on like Lake Street, twenty first. Amazing. <laughs> Is that good chicken? It's the it's, top chicken place in, in Minnesota. It's like dirty. It's greasy. Like okay. you're, you know, you're eating it for the five to ten minutes that you get to enjoy it, not for like the two to three hours after the food. Oh, sure. Yes. We're not worried about BMs, though. That's never been... We're not... It's not a health thing. What was our... We've had in the past few weeks... Very uh, bad. Tried to, um, yeah, not good food. So, uh, greasy is not is not an issue. No, we, we had to talk about chicken wings recently and the Burger King spicy chicken fries recently, which um, honestly, I feel like we should give another shot, but uh, well, that was shaking anyway, his head. No. All right. Uh, what about the cleverly named uh, Crunchy Chicken? Have you ever been to Crunchy Chicken? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, All right, well we found forward. the one he hasn't been to. Very yes. good list. <laughs> Very good list. Noah hates this bit. Um, no, I like it. Yeah, so it's fine. One more place I wanted to okay. ask you about. Wingman Matt. Have you ever heard of Wingman Matt? Because that's a pretty good name for a wing place. No. <laughs> All right. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Uh, I think those are my chicken questions. Noah, what what did you want to ask about chicken? Uh, did you have the new um, Adobe? Not Adobe. Um, the new chicken at Chipotle? Whatever is. Yeah, no. I, I haven't tried it yet either. Mm -hmm. um, so that All was right. my question. Great. Good, good, good job, Noah. Great content. Thank you. Yes. I didn't, I didn't, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, good, James. Uh, is there any type of chicken that you do hate before we go into basketball? Hate? Yeah, uh, that you uh, wouldn't want to eat anything like shredded chicken. This is a question we ask every week on the podcast. Probably like raw. Very good answer. Mm, Very good. We've actually answer. never gotten that answer. so Which is incredible. <laughs> yes, Perfect but... answer. Best answer, James, that we've had on the show so I far. Think, I mean, like, it's hard to fuck up chicken. It is. Don't do anything to it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. Um, we we would also uh, also accept the answer Hitler chicken was also an answer we we accept for yes. chickens you don't like. Now Hitler chicken was actually a pretty good artist. So, well, uh, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> now, James, the premise of the show is to do half and half, half chicken, half basketball. But I got to tell you, this is NBA playoffs, and we got too much hoop to talk about. Additionally. Uh, we didn't, you know, uh, organize the chicken place too much. And, uh, also I should say this podcast used to have ads, James. Um, we no longer have ads and that is uh, due to mutual decisions, um, various parties involved. But anyway, um, let's talk. It was not mutual. Okay. 
let's talk hoop. Like, um, how how have you felt about this current iteration of the Timberwolves? And 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 why is it that Rudy Gobert is the worst? <laughs> it, oh man, um, you know, it feels like the the last half of the previous season and then this whole season have just kind of been like a a bipolar schizophrenic like best friend <laughs> um it, i feel like they will show me things and entertain me and give me all the confidence in the world and then they'll just explode and not really make any sense and go off and pretend like things are going well when they're not. Um, so I I think getting rid of D'Angelo Russell was the right move. Um, he was two for 11 last night with the Lakers, so I was pretty happy to see that. Um, <laughs> he's fun. already gotten paid, and you know I'm happy that he can support his family, but I'm glad that he sucks at basketball over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... It was it was a big decision to go get Rudy. And at the beginning of the year, I was on the Rudy, the Rudy train. I was like, he solves all our problems. You know, statistically speaking, this is exactly what we need. Um, we're gonna ebb when the rest of the NBA is flowing. We're gonna go really big. And I'm I'm thinking that 52 games injury with Cat, we haven't gotten to see it enough i'm still i'm still holding out but we just have a dysfunctional organization you know our culture soft cat's kind of a crybaby. i don't want ant to start to soak that up um jaden gets mad and punches a wall i mean that's <laughs> the most that's the most absurd thing i've because you hear about you know, Nas Reed goes up for a dunk, breaks his wrist. He plays the rest of the game. Like he, you know, he's like, oh, this isn't that bad. Jaden gets mad that he gets a foul and he goes in the tunnel and hits a wall and fractures more bones than Nas Reed did. So, you you know, you have this like playoff push. We get in there and then we lose a couple of our glue guys um, and Tat. I was listening to some podcasts this morning. Cat has had more games that are horrible, like clunkers, like shooting 33% or less, more fouls than points, more turnovers than points than good games in the playoffs. And it just so happened that last year we signed him to a $248 million contract. Now, we should mention that that's all funded by the Mall of America, so you guys will be fine, um, so that's okay. But um, I have a couple follow-up things. Uh, first of all, does Rudy? how does Rudy Gobert on the court? Does he speak in French the entire time or whatever? Or what does he talk? how does he talk? Does he talk at all? He, I mean, he's a yeller. He yells. He stomps. Um, you know, he... He's not much of a talker. You can definitely hear the accent, um, mm. but you know he's he's pretty quiet when he's not yelling. So it is. Uh, 
on the Jaden McDaniels front too, it is it is kind of ironic because he would definitely be very important in this Nuggets series, probably. And yeah. uh it's kind of hard watching Jamal score 40 points and be like, well, if Jaden McDaniels is on him, maybe uh it's a different story. Noah, would who would you be more scared of? Jaden McDaniels or Nas Reed, who has also crushed Nas the Nuggets? Reed, for sure. Nas <laughs> yeah. Reed would uh dog walked us, I felt like in the early, earlier parts of the season. And he I think he's a better player too. So I think that that's a huge that was a huge loss and something that is certainly working in our favor. I I have a question though. Yes. Um, I don't know why I don't want to keep talking about Rudy, but he's you know he's the face of your franchise. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So if you, that <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so uh, you felt good about it even at um, what am I trying to say? At the price. Yeah, I was a little skeptical. I mean, you know. My mindset was you can throw the picks out the window because we're going to be in the finals every year. So if we're in the finals every year, our picks don't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. And then Malik Beasley is a streaky shooter. I like Vanderbilt, but he, you know, he just doesn't, he can't shoot. You know, he could be like a Dennis Rodman type, but I don't know if he has that mentality. Pat Bev was probably the hardest to see go, you know, going into games when he was just, I mean, like I said, we have a soft culture, and I feel like Pat Bev brought this kind of shut the fuck up and go play mentality with a little softer touch than Jimmy Butler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then I had no idea who Walker Kessler was and what he could do, and if I knew that he was the same player that Rudy Gobert would be, (laughs) I wouldn't have done the one-to-one swap and then given them nine other things. Um, but I was it, able to justify it. Um, it, it I think sorry. Real quick, I've heard this again, and it's like being a smaller market team, there's no way to get someone of Rudy's perceived caliber to our market without you know trading everything plus part of your kidney. I think part of the argument is that that perception or whatever hypothetical perception of Gobert just didn't match up with what the price was, no matter who. But um, my uh, oh fuck, what was my question? God damn I I lean a little towards that. Yeah, that the the price is a little overblown too. Like I think uh, it's funny. Uh, you know. Um, uh, it might make uh, Beasley, you know, hasn't made any shot in the playoffs yet, really. Um, you know, I don't think, um, it's funny. Uh, do you think Tim Connolly, uh, is, is, uh, a lot of Nuggets ties? You know, I, back I, I wanted to bring that up. Yes. Because um, between, yeah, Bryn Forbes, Austin Rivers, your fucking head coach, um, uh, A Ron, who, of course, long line, time Nuggets fan. But yeah, there's we have there's a lot of uh, Venn diagram in the middle type circle stuff going on. Yes, and we're a big conspiracy podcast, James. So, is there any part of you that believes that Tim Connolly is still working for the Denver Nuggets? I mean, you know, I could I could see it. You guys drafted <laughs> Gobert. Um, yes, we did. Um, I think you guys. So there, there's a lot of overlap between the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, and the Jazz. For some mm. reason, um, you know, 
Tim Connolly is confusing to me. There was a rumor today that he might accept a job in Washington, D.C. Yes. And I, I'm like, didn't we just like double your salary and give you part of the franchise to come yeah. here? Um, it's, but, it, it's very weird. And, uh, you know, Nuggets fans perspective, it was kind of panic that he was leaving, uh, you know, and very weird. Um but uh, if I don't know, I still don't think it's that much. You know, Jared Vanderbilt's like a classic guy who, when he gets on the Lakers, all of a sudden he's a good player, and you're just like, you know, he we, like never did anything on the Denver Nuggets either. You know, no, but we've been fan of fans of his, and Jared Vanderbilt was like any of those young dudes, or you know, um, who just got lost in the lineup when we couldn't find space for them. Where is R.J. Hampton now? You know, there are some of these dudes where he got released. Um, yes, did he? Yeah, he was on. Anyway, Bull Bull. I mean, our team has just over the last three seasons has have just sent people out to make the other teams better. Yeah, so um, definitely uh, weirder vibes there. Um, so I, I do think Tim Connolly's a spy. We confirmed it here on the podcast. Uh, yeah, Chicken and the Nuggets. James is in on that. Mm-hmm, James is in on that. Uh, you know, I, I would say too, James, I when Rudy Gobert was kind of rumored or whatever, I thought him and Jokic would be pretty cool actually together. And I think I said that on this podcast. So um, I definitely would have been on board immediately. He's one of those guys too, where it's like, well, if he's on your team, uh, it's kind of pretty cool. <laughs> and I just, I knew him as the guy that always beat Pat out for third string uh, all NBA center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I want the guy that always beats Cat. Like, what if we had both of them? Cat could shift to four and he could play five and it would be great. Yeah, he, he also brought COVID into the United States of America. So, um, you know, that's always... The whole NBA COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was on the Jazz, though, at that point, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, which makes him ten times worse. Uh, how do you, with so many Nuggets connections, how do you feel about the Nuggets uh, right now, James? Because, I don't know, I, I still... The Nuggets and Timberwolves have so much history, but I don't still really consider it like a uh, a blood rivalry or anything like that. I don't know. No, I I don't think that it goes that deep for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the some of the players probably have an interesting perspective, and now the coaches and the ownership. But you like when it gets to a real like team perspective, mm-hmm. I think you have some more kind of odd opinions but for a fan base like i could you know i'm not as worried as the nuggets as i am like the the heat with butler or i forgot about butler's time in minnesota too huh that's where he left chicago for the Mm -hmm. bucks like just because minnesotans generally like there's this rivalry from wisconsin oh right right right. hard team to like be like yeah they suck because <laughs> they're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Nice. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so kind of focusing in on the series, uh, what positives do you have about the Timberwolves uh, from the first two games? Um, I mean, you know, there's always there's always a diamond in a rough. And we saw Spoken it. like a true Minnesotan, dude. <laughs> Spoken like a true uh, gem dealer. Mm-hmm. That's right. No man, yeah. Um, no, emerald in the rough. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is 21 years old. He's a fucking tank. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what he's able, like his athleticism is absolutely absurd and he's just getting better. Um, he's one of my favorite guys in the league without a doubt. He, he does shit that Zion is supposed to be doing, you know, he's also just like a great fucking personality. Yeah. And I mean, like, it seems to me that he had a pretty humble upbringing, but it wasn't too like. It wasn't too, I don't know. It wasn't too hard in a sense where he had a very hard life, but like he was surrounded by a lot of love. So he's like goofy, funny, but also like because it was a a tough upbringing, he worked so hard. So he's like in the gym, but then he's talking about like, oh man, I need to go bowling after practice. Like, I need, I need to learn how to swim. Like, <laughs> Talks like yeah. he, he just has, I think he has the best like interview clips of anyone in the NBA. He talked about, I started doing this. He talked about how he eats like four bags of flaming hot fries a day or something. And I was like, if Ant is doing it and it works mm-hmm. for him, why can't I do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cat was getting really mad at him about uh, eating Popeyes after every game. No way. <laughs> Ant was like, I'm not sponsored. I just fucking love Popeyes. Mm-hmm. And would bring it up on the interview table and eat it during interviews. And stuff. Oh, no way. Well, that's this podcast's favorite chicken, probably. So we also love Popeyes. And we are also not sponsored um, by Popeyes. But uh, it seems like it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you should try and get Ant on the podcast. And you could all have Popeyes. And... God, that'd be sick. I bet that's Popeyes crazy. would sponsor you. We, we should, and, and Ant would be a great choice. I feel like Jokic had sillier interviews for a long time, and now he's like a dad and is old, and it's like kind of more just like this is work. Uh, so it's fun <laughs> that Ant's in that kind of period where he's still just kind of a goofy young dude. Uh, so that's really fun. Yeah, I mean, I think him and Jaden, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'd blow everything up and mm-hmm. plan around them because – I, I can't have more years of shitty Tim Rose basketball. Um, but it, it's a possibility. I mean, so you would not blow it up and build around Ant. I mean, blow it up, meaning like get rid of cat, get rid of go. Yeah. Go bear cat, uh, Austin rivers, your other star. We could get a haul for Austin rivers too. If we gave him away. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean, I think we got to resign Nas, yeah, we got to resign Jaden, and we got to resign, or we, we have to give Ant like the rookie Max or whatever. What do you think about Torian, uh, Finney Smith? Because he started, no, Prince. started the first game. What Torian, is it, Torian Prince? God damn it, that's Fucking Dorian. Awesome. Finney Smith. That's why I thought his name was Dorian and yes. Torian. Because there's a Dorian <laughs> Finney Smith and there's a Torian Prince. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot, dude. Dorian <laughs> Finney Smith. Torian Prince. Yeah. All right. I don't even want to ask my question anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask my silly question then. Um, you know, are you worried that there's too many with Ant and with Cat? Is there too many players that are named after animals? Do you think that might be uh, an issue? I-, I know the puns are. You know, we have. Uh, <laughs> I I love Jim Peterson, great announcer. Michael Grady, he came on the team this year, good guy. Um, but 
they pull the stupidest, you know, <laughs> I knew that ants were twice as strong as their body. Yes. Like, oh, oh, that's awesome. You don't like that? That's hilarious, dude. Why are we saying that? He's got more twists and turns in him than a broken hose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. It, cats really do have nine lives like, yes. it's like oh that's fun i like the, that the animal puns come out and la i think three years ago four years ago you know when i was a just broke college student and had to stream everything and exit out of all the ads uh i the timberwolves were bad we were we were like you know 19 win seasons so I couldn't stand to watch any other broadcast network because they'd just rip us apart. And at least our broadcasters would like give us a glimmer of hope and be like, you know, we're only down by 35 and <laughs> this next free throw going into the half. We could really have a chance. Um, so I, I really exclusively listened to them. But over the years, those uh, those analogies got to me. Yeah, with the Nuggets not being on TV, we're still in kind of streaming mode like that. And I think that, yeah, uh, it, it's it's very... I don't think fans should be able to complain about opposing fans uh, commentating because that's it's my favorite thing that the Nuggets altitude when you get a stream that has the altitude on it, you know? <laughs> All right. Nobody wanted to say anything for five full seconds. Okay, Jacob, no, we no soldier, whatever the fuck that was. That was great. Very well done. Very well done. Very fun. Very good. Let me think if I have any other um, questions as far as the Timberwolves. So here, here's what I would ask. Um, this series, regardless of the result of this series, except I guess if you guys win, which is a totally different discussion, we'll have you back on the pod. That happens, but where are um, take over the pod if that happens? Yeah, it's your podcast podcast now. Yeah, um, where are you standing? Um, just overall in terms of optimism with this franchise going forward. I mean, I have Stockholm syndrome, like, I'm all in. I think that you know, Ant and Jaden are the second coming of Jordan (laughs) and. Pat is going to, you know, take the off season and, you know, maybe have a kid with Jordan Woods and like become a like a super serious dad. Yes. And that will like transform him because he'll see his kid whining and be like, oh, wow, that's me. Mm-hmm. I need to be a father figure now. And so- John Moran with a kid. Famously, yeah. his serious, uh, serious <laughs> NBA player. He got serious after he had his kid. He knew what was up. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm all in. You know, I'm always I kinda I have a friend and he's from like the upper east coast area and he just he kinda has this like liberty a little bit to like choose. Like, do I wanna be a Brooklyn fan? Do I wanna be a Celtic fan? Do I wanna be a Sixers fan? And I'm like, you know, sounds like a luxury. Like I, I live in Minneapolis and I walk up to somebody and I'm like, yeah, I'm a diehard Heat fan. They're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. So I I have to be all in. No, that's what's up. That's I think echoes exactly our sentiment, which is uh, we're blindly in love with this organization. um, And it's it's more of a situation of circumstance than it is like, 
I mean, it'd be great. I'd fucking love to root for the Bulls. I mean, they're cool. They're uh, in one of the oldest franchises, but I can't. You know, I have to root for this amazing team. And I, I like that. I mean, I think that's a talk about curse of a small market. I think that's a real true thing when you get to these places where the diehards, I think, are are just as diehard as anybody in, you know, fucking New York or whatever. If I yeah. could change, I would just go straight to the Lakers and get on Twitter and tweet about the Lakers nonstop, you know? Then blow your head off. <laughs> so okay. I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Were you yes. watching the game last night? Yeah, most likely. Sorry, uh, what was the question? I didn't actually hear it. I thought watching, you was going to answer first. Watching, watching the game last we night? We went to the game. Yes, yes we, we are new. There. You know, you you inspired me. In fact, um, we're newly uh, owners of season tickets for this upcoming season oh, uh, next sick. year, and they gave us all, uh, or the two of us, uh, playoff tickets. So yeah, we've yes. been to the first two games, which have been great. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You so you were there when Jamal Murray fell down and started grabbing his left knee. Yes. Yes, and I what, actually rewatched it today. <laughs> what was the the initial five seconds? Um, feeling after that happened it 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 felt like i noticed it and then i think i was uh drinking enough so that i just looked away and i just kind of just blocked it out i don't even think we talked about it i don't even think we brought it up because we were just both sitting there yes let me tell you i did not notice it and i was re-watching the game today and they were talking about it chris um and Scott and it was it was it was a very small moment I think if it was because I'm listening to the game and watching in the background doing work and it was like barely a commercial break and he looked he got up immediately and started walking yeah. so I didn't actually he, I did I did notice him like uh wave off the coach yes, too, like immediately. immediately so I was he like did, he did end up and, and Jamal apart <laughs> from his injury, you know, I don't find him, I, I don't find him as a fragile individual. I think he can, I mean, he drives, you know, he's not scared of contact. Obviously the knee, I, you know, that's scary, but um, I mean, you know, even MPJ, MPJ has fallen down a few times this season and I'm way more, I get way more worried about him just because of yeah. so much bigger, those tall dudes. Uh, yeah. He's had two, but yeah. That's whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you don't have to talk about that. That's not part of the podcast. We're talking he also about loves the, the cops and hates vaccines. So, but yeah, that's not that's, part of the podcast. That is also true. Yes, that is also true. He's just curious. Uh, <laughs> so, before we wrap up, James, because we don't pay for Zoom Premium, um, do you have any other questions for us before we get out of here? <laughs> that's how you wanted to wrap it up. <laughs> um, you know, I I think that. I want to know, you know, what do you guys want out of this season? And if you could do a one-to-one value player swap with any other team in the in the league, who would you trade off your team for, like, equal value-ish to get someone of equal value back? Okay. Um, I think I'd be, at this point, pretty disappointed if they don't come out of the West. I'd be pretty, actually... Like they're underachieving. Uh, people have talked about how wide open the West is, and I don't think they realize how long the Nuggets have been number one in the West. And I don't even think they've been playing that well to be number one. So that's why I think. Uh, and I, my answer has always been some some deal for Lou Dort. I think would be perfect around uh, Jokic. What's your player, Noah? Maybe KTP. I guess that's kind of close. But I'll not tell really. you. I don't know his comp, but Alex Caruso on this team would be incredible. 
Um, in fact, so we're looking you might... for people that play defense on the perimeter. Shut the hell up. God, the you... same play. <laughs> I think uh, you would probably have to get rid of what Bruce or something like that. That's not that interesting of a pick, but I think that would be a really good fit. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, who are you? Who are you swapping like? Jokic or Murray or Embiid. I mean Jokic you have to swap for Giannis or Embiid and that's basically it or I'm not Cat. doing it or who Cat sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah we'll swap yeah <laughs> that happens Tim Conley lures Jokic <laughs> to Minnesota <laughs> it's a one for one trade mm-hmm. and we throw in uh Austin Rivers yeah I- and then Denver moves to Seattle in two years <laughs> I would say Jamal. If like if there was a Jamal for Drew Holiday thing, I would I'd think that would be. I think Drew. Holiday I don't think would people. Would win a I don't think people together. hold. I don't think people think Jamal is as good as Drew. Unfortunately, at this point, I I say it the other way around. I don't, you don't think yeah. Drew's as good as Jamal? Yeah, value wise, maybe out of touch with the NBA. But I I see Jamal as I mean, especially maybe I have recency bias. But the way he looked last night, he well, was disgusting. That perfect. Was that is very recent, so that is true. Yes. <laughs> he did look great. And I feel like me and Noah both say we're pretty surprised that he's automatically playoff Jamal Murray all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, I heard something that he has the highest um, regular season to playoff jump out of anyone in the NBA. It's like wow. eight or nine points. Where do you it, see that shit? I didn't see that. I've seen that. And it and it's just like Jamal has had games like this, but it's never been like a consistent season or anything, you know. Oh, and, and you're preaching to the choir. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, we, you know, despite our, our going at it uh, this week, um, there's a lot of kinship between our two organizations. And I, I truly believe that, dude. And I yes. think I think we, we have we have a friendship just beginning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? We might slip, uh, switch a couple of people back and forth next year. You guys are eighth, and we might yeah. be the first seed. Yeah, no, um, I don't think. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us, James. Uh, shout out to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, everybody, go buy Emeralds from James. Uh, find him in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And shout out to Crunch the Wolf. Yeah, it was his birthday the other night. Oh, happy birthday, Crunch. Happy birthday to Crunch. Thank you, James Fayetta. Anything you want to plug before we go? A few seconds. You know, um, shout out to the Timberwolves. Uh, yeah, take as much time as you Lenari in the corner for a three. Andre Miller, Ali Hoop to McGee. Dwight Howard playing like a old woman. So we gon' whoop the Lakers like they stole something. Kobe playing girl ball. Sitting so close, like a high five, George Carl. Ty Lawson yelling, y'all can't see me. We gon' beat you like Chris Deary. When the Nuggets score 100, I holler. That's four tacos for a dollar. Radio bums, let them know we love it. Rockies, Avalanche, Broncos, Nuggets.
and yellow. We that blue and yellow. We that blue and yellow.